Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey, friends. Welcome to Spirit Connection Podcast. Doug Addison here. January 26, 2022. God is releasing the anti-marriage prophetic word that I got back in 1991. And I tell you, I'm excited about what's going on. DougAddison.com, my website. And, you know, I'm just going to jump right into this because there's some power here. Lord, I pray that you would release the anointing, the, the prophetic anointing. This was my very, very first. Not, it was an angelic encounter, but really, it was an entire panoramic understanding that started back in 1991. And there's an anointing here right now for this, for this this word that was that came so many different times. I haven't understood. I've released it. Maybe people have been following this word, but today. I'm releasing this, and I believe the Lord's going to do something powerful. We just thank you in Jesus' name. Well, yeah, 1991. I tell you, I was in a desperate place, you know. Things weren't making a lot of sense for me before I married my wife, Linda, and uh, we've been married now, you know, 26 years. Uh, This is the story of what happened. I was in this time of desperation. Basically, I was a mess. I was separated from my wife at that time. And, uh, yeah, she was pregnant with another man's baby. And, uh, <laughs> again, me and Linda, been, we've been now buried for 26 years. And at that time, man, I was desperate for the Lord. And I started drinking again. I know I had this call of God. I had come back to the Lord back in the, you know, eight, 1987, 88. And... The Lord was calling me back in. I started playing in a bad because I, I felt like God had forgotten me between the time I had this radical encounter with the Lord in 87. I, you know, I'd, I had been working through my process like a lot of people, and I was bored again and again and again. But then something happened in 91. I started going to church again. And, you know, why? Actually, it was at the... The church is now the mission in Vacaville. It means a lot to me. But at that time, it was the uh, Christian Life Center. And and I had a vision. I had several visions at, at one of the Friday night services. And I started to go to church again. I started worshiping. And I saw this rushing stream of water. I was just worshiping. I just saw it. And then I felt the Lord say, you know, because I was alone at that time. I was living up in Vacaville, uh, uh, you know, and I was by myself. And in, in a sense, my church that I've been part of in San Mateo, I wasn't part of there. So I felt really cut off as I going to church again. I heard the Lord say, in fact, it was July 4th of 1991. I want you to go camping at Big Sur. That's the coast of California, the redwood tree. I saw that. And then I want to tell you, I went out for a walk. I knew he was going to speak to me. At the time, I went out for a walk, and I saw the very stream in the vision. You know, 
Then suddenly, an angel stood before me. And I tell you, I didn't see the angel, but just like I know now, it was there. I could. Angels don't usually go across the plane. Uh, I've heard me teach on this. They don't usually cross the plane to be, you know, uh, being seen because, well, number one, it'll distract you of their glory. Even to this day, most of the major angelic encounters and messages I get, I don't really see the angel once in a while. But it shouldn't matter to any. But this is the deal. Boy, I did not see it with my eye, but there was no doubt it spoke a message into my spirit that I could almost repeat word for word. And it didn't make sense. And the angel of the Lord said, your mom is dead and tell your stepfather Ray to stay in the church because he's going to remarry a godly woman. And so this is interesting because it's helped you to, to, to understand that God's outside of time. You know, he sent his angel in outside of time, gave me a word in 91 that made no sense. Now, at the time, in 91, my mom was not sick. She was between, she she had been an illness earlier, but she was feeling good in 91. <laughs> my stepdad, Ray, wasn't even a Christian. So how could I tell him to stay in the church, right? It didn't make sense in the natural realm. But now, I understand that God is outside of time. And I was told, uh, you know, by the angel not to tell anyone about this encounter and actually about what I'm about to tell you, the full panoramic encounter that I had, the understanding I didn't understand at that time because, you know, here I was, you know, a backslidden Christian just coming back to the Lord for maybe a month or two, you know, so I wasn't ready for this, but he put it in my spirit. So what I did, I was actually pinned to the ground on this walk at Big Sur, July 4th. I think it was it was right around there. And I did that anyway. I was pinned to the ground by the presence of the Lord. But when it lifted, I'm like, I had no concept for this. The only thing I was thinking of, I wasn't thinking that I was getting the download into my spirit. I was thinking, man, I need to call mom. So I ran. We didn't have cell phones. I ran to find a pay phone to call mom. And I found out that I was so confused. She wasn't dead at all. <laughs> you know, the, she had a, she had, had a, uh, surgeries previously, but she was in good health. And I was panting and trying to understand this. I tell you, a few years later, here's what happened. Wow. She got sick again. And in the process of her being sick, my stepfather, Ray, who'd been my father since I was about five years old. He, he's a faithful man. He, to this day, he, he's still alive and he's still an amazing father to me. But Ray gives his life to Jesus and he joins a church. So here we go. Mom later died. I remember that was 91. Mom finally died in 99. And I then told Ray, I'd been waiting. I told Ray about uh, the message that he needed to stay in the church because he was in the church and that he would uh, he was going to marry a uh, a godly woman and sh- and uh, uh, sure enough he uh, he met and married a very godly widowed woman a few years later. Now here's the story. That was the start of the end time 
marriage's message, which I'm going to tell you. I mean, I want to encourage you, first of all, because you're part of this. And because many of you have been receiving messages like this and you don't know it. I had no idea what I was sitting on. So, in 2004, there we go, five years later, I was the best man at the wedding of Ray and Midge. That's her name. And, And so, it was just a real powerful time. I saw as she was walking down the aisle, and she she was nervous and had no idea that that this was part of a confirmation. But the Lord said to me, I heard a clear, very clear. And by then, in 04, you know, I was, uh, that was way, you know, that's a long time later. I was actually, I'd already planted a church. I was a pastor. We had done some stuff, you know, and I, I was married to Linda at that time, but the Lord said, Doug, this is a confirmation of the prophetic word that I gave you back in 1991. And it's time to release the end time marriages word. And this message that couples would come together, they'd start to come together for ministry purpose, not just marriage. It would be ministry, businesses as well, and families being strategically aligned. And, you know, I've seen many of these end-time marriages begin to happen over the time. And it was during that time, my sister, wow, she'd been widowed for over 17 years. And she was a powerful, powerful part of me coming to the Lord. Then suddenly, she marries a widower in her church. And more about the, the actual message. Now, those were just confirmations. God will do that. The actual message, I went back, I was carrying this file folder around with me called End Time Marriages 1991. And I had no idea. I, I knew I wasn't supposed to share anything. And then it, I pulled it back out. You know, over, over the years, I'd pull it out and I'd pray over it. But basically, the presence of the angel in the woods and over the next 24 hours, in, back at Big Sur now in 91, it was a major download of revelation into my spirit. I was there by myself at my campsite, uh, and the Holy Spirit gave me this. You know, I shifted from the angel then to the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 7, 29 to 30, regarding the message and the events that were about to happen. So, uh, on the way home, I stopped at my church that I was going to previously back in San Mateo, and I was so annoyed, I freaked him out. I came in, I, I think it was, I had a clipboard with 12 words of knowledge for healing for people. I shared them at the evening services. All 12 came forward. Uh, even, I mean, it scared my church because they were, they knew that I was struggling. Oh, here's the guy who just moved away, you know. He had been backslidden. Now suddenly he shows up, uh, you know, with 12 words of knowledge. That, and I remember even someone deaf got healed. They didn't let me pray for it or give the word. I submitted it to the leadership, and they did it. But it was the Lord said, son, this is this is true. And so here's more about the end time marriages message. 1 Corinthians 7, 29 and 30. What I mean, the Apostle Paul says, it's not just for brothers, but, you know, he's saying this. What I mean, brothers, is that 
Because the time is short, from now on, those who have wives should live as those who have none. And those who mourn as if they were happy, and those who were not, who, uh, actually, and as if they were not. And the word actually was very, very powerful. And he's saying this because the, the current season is passing away. So, uh, if you look at verse 29, because the time is short. Now, I always thought that that just meant that Jesus is going to come back, which, yes. But if you look at the Greek in that, it actually talks about uh, a a furl. It's called furling. It's a Greek word called furl your sails. And I'm not much of a sailor, but it's true. Uh, furling allows you to go right into into a headwind and you go back and forth you got to back and forth that's how and it also prevents you from capsizing i hope i got this right but it also helps you to not damage the sails paul was encouraging you to narrow your focus you that's what they do you narrow the sails and then you're able to do some stuff you position things and so i studied this and you know god is moving things into place. And this part about the First Corinthians thing, he says, if you have a wife to live as if you have none, that does not mean to live as you're, you know, that is not immorality. Uh, God is bringing couples together strategically for the kingdom. And that whether it's ministry or business, those who mourn as if they were not, those who are happy as if they were not. See, it's almost like a metaphor going on here. Uh, and uh, it's almost like a parable that the Lord... So he was saying, right now we're moving into a time. Sounds a bit contradictory, but I tell you, the things that are usually done are now going to change. And we're going to see things happen as we focus our lives and ministries family on the Lord. We're going to have a new effectiveness as well. There's going to be a release from heaven. Many Christians have come uh, through so much that maybe that you've um, become effective in their ministries and businesses, but God, some people have lost it all. But he's going to cause us now to change this and have a fresh strategies being released from the Lord right now. Major, major move of God is coming upon the earth. Uh, couples and ministries, business partners uh, are being brought together for the sole purposes of the kingdom on earth. And there's going to be new strategies. You know, some existing marriages will be strengthened. And there will be new focuses with couples to fulfill their ultimate purpose and destiny. And... There was going to be a focus on families in some cases that they're going to share their earthly possession. This is not required, by the way. Uh, this is, but the Lord just saying, I'm going to move right now and do something radically new in the kingdom. There's going to be a change of focus, new strategies similar to the early church, but Maybe if people who had owned businesses were going to see this uh, interaction between things, uh, ministry, business, families coming together and sharing resources does not mean you have to move in all together. Believe me, this is just saying this will look strange. It's what the Lord said. Many people, no matter uh, about age, race, social background, 
This will not be the barrier for these marriages, ministries, business partnerships. Christians uh, and believers and people who have not seen themselves as going into ministry will suddenly realize life is ministry. That's what happened to me. It happened to me. That's why I got the business strategies is because life is ministry. And the kingdom of God is uh, about to take a new step. So many men and women have been single for a number of years. I tell you, God has spared you from marrying the wrong people. And you're about to move into a time. Or maybe he's called you into celibacy. That's great. But there's about to be an effectiveness because one, two are more powerful than one. Many people who were got divorced. The Lord's about to move on you. And many people might be quick to judge this movement that's happening right now. They don't have discernment. And these new marriages, ministries, business partnerships will definitely begin a new passion and focus for Jesus. Wow. I felt like this is a, a word for now. So, Lord, I pray right now to activate this word. I I don't quite, I don't understand what's happening, but I know that you're doing something radically, radically strange. But in the midst of this, I, I just know that you are redeeming all things. You're doing something radical right now. You're doing a strange work. I've been seeing over and over the strange work. This is not just about marriages. This is the business partnership, ministry partners. And it's so crucial. Two are better than one. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. So, Lord, I pray for this word. I activate this now. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, you, hey, maybe you want to just sow into this message. DougEdison.com forward slash give. There is something radically new that's coming. We've got to let go of all judgments. We have to let go of things thinking that God's going to, you know, he's judging the world right now. No, he wants you to step up right now. Be encouraged. We're going to understand this message a little bit later on. All right. God bless you all. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.